On today's Hashi, I'm discussing an update on housing inventory, millennial and Gen Z's house hacking trend, and a startup aiming to help buyers attain 3% mortgage rates. Today is Monday, November 27, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the Hot Sheet starts now. Welcome back to the Hashi after the long extended holiday weekend. I hope you and yours had a great Thanksgiving and holiday weekend. I hope you're feeling recharged, refreshed, and ready to go here on this Monday. Before we get into the inventory update, reminder that the Black Friday sale still exists today on this Cyber Monday. You can use code Black Friday to get 20% off of BAMX. The price goes up on Friday, December 1st. So if you're not in BAMX, before December 1st, the price is going to double when you do get in and you don't get grandfathered in at your old rate. Okay. So everybody in the OGs, the OG BAM Xers who get in pre Friday, pre December 1st will be grandfathered in that rate. As long as they continue to renew, uh, when you see the price, you're gonna be like, this is bonkers. Why didn't I get in there before? It's basically coffee money. And on top of that, if you use code black Friday, you get 20% off. So jump into BAMX now. We share all of our daily downloads from this show. We're going to start sharing our show notes on this show. Of course, we have all of our courses and our live streams and our community built into BAMX. Every single month, we add more and more, and that's why the price is going up on Friday. All right, let's jump into housing inventory. We're rooting for inventory to go up each and every single week. We did not get inventory increase this week, though. That being said, I do see a silver lining. I wasn't with you guys on last Monday's show when we update housing inventory each and every single Monday. And I was bummed because finally on Monday of last week, we crossed year over year net positive for housing active inventory. Okay, despite the decline this week, we are still year over year positive. Okay, so the same week last year, we were at 564,571 active listings. So I'm I'm seeing the silver lining here. I know this is a small number. I get it. But I I still see a, a little bit of hope out there on the inventory crisis. This week, this year, we're at 565,875. So we're net positive year over year on inventory. Finally. I know it's just, you know, under or about 1300 active listings, but it's still uh, a positive number. It is a decrease from last week. Last week we broke 569.898. That is the high. Now last week is the high for active listings uh or, or I'm sorry, active inventory uh on the market. That'd be that 569.898 number that we broke last week. We're down. So the the decline on active inventory started a few weeks later this year. You, you, this is the seasonal decline right now, but it is starting a little bit later. Okay. So typically you will get a seasonal decline in inventory. I mean, if you don't, if you're not hearing the holiday excuse right now, um, and that's a real thing for somebody who wants to have their home on the market. Hey, uh, I, I got friends and family coming over in December. We've got some holiday things going on. 
we've got some end of the year things going on. Uh, I just don't want to do show-ins. Let's address it after the year. And, um, you know, typically that starts to bleed into the seasonal spring market where, where you will see uh, the activity pick back up. That's a natural, normal thing. But this holiday excuse is rampant like everywhere. It's bonkers. I was just in the dentist the other day and the uh, the person at the desk is trying to, I'm waiting for my appointment. The person at the desk is scheduling their appointments further out. Right. And, um, and the, the girl at the desk is saying, Hey, you know, I've got this date. I've got that date. Got all these options. She's got her calendar open. Uh, the person that that was going to be booking on her phone. She's like, you know what? I, I just can't think right now. I'll call you after the holidays and book these, these dentist appointments. So think about that. If the general consumer out there can't wrap their mind around their Google calendar on like a one hour dentist appointment or a haircut or like an oil change, they, they can't even fathom their schedule on these type of, you know, small maneuvers of life. These just everyday things until after the holidays, think about um, the, the mindset when it goes into making a real estate decision, the after the holiday excuse or, or objection is, is a real thing that the professional works through and navigates through. It's a longer time to sale. Um, and it also impacts this type of time of year, the inventory. So you see inventory seasonally decrease and it usually starts before Thanksgiving. Okay, now it's happened on Thanksgiving week. It's happened a few weeks later this year, showing you that we are maybe some early inning signs of getting some inventory back on the slate. We've been struggling all year long. We've been struggling for quite some time with inventory, but maybe there's just enough pent up uh, inventory coming. And maybe there's some early signs of that. If you look at last year, right? We started to see that decline early November. Right now, we're kind of like flattening out and just just barely seeing that decline now. So we should see, see that seasonal decline that we saw that started really end of October last year. On October 28th of last year is when we started to see that decline on inventory. And it continued throughout all of December, which we're obviously coming into now. It also continued uh, into that those early spring market before bottoming out on April the 14th. Okay, that was the bottom of the inventory here this year, April the 14th at 405,000 across the nation. Really low. I mean, just ridiculously low. In 2015, this number was up over 1.2 million, right? So a third of the 2015 number before we started to see our increase here on inventory really week over week as we got into the late spring, into the summer, uh, and then now deep into the fall and the start of the winter. And now we will start to see that seasonal decline happen almost a full month later than last year uh, on the seasonal decline in inventory. Just taking a look at uh, some of those key metrics that I spoke about this is according to Altos Research, of course. I love Altos Research on their uh, inventory because they don't total up the pendings like NAR. To, and that's a 
uh, poor way to look at this. This is just the stuff that's available on the market. The inventory bottom last year was 240,000. We just looked at this year's number was up over just over five, 400,000. So the inventory bottom this year, um, not as deep as 2022, which was when interest rates were still re really low in the beginning of 22 before they started ratcheting up the peak. Uh, as mentioned before, for this year on inventory was last week at 569. This week we're at the 565. Um, this week alone in 2015, we're at over 1.1 uh, million on active listings. I mean, if we just go uh, back to even, you know, 2019, look at 2019. Um, this, or I'm sorry, 2018 for this particular week. Uh, we were up in the 900 plus thousand range. Okay. So um, really cut in half just from 2018, 2019, maybe even a better indicator that would be just under 900,000 for uh, 2019 before the world completely changed. So that's your update on inventory. Some signs that, um, Hey, th things might start to get just a little bit better when it comes to inventory. Why is inventory important? It's going to help, help affordability. If we can get more inventory onto the market, uh, every little bit's going to count here. We can get some a better chance at buyer affordability. The interest rates have helped. We're not going to see income skyrocket right now. Um, you know, There's a lot of employers that are having to pinch pennies to get through th this winter. And so you're not going to see you know, employee wages skyrocket. It's got to come from the rates and it's got to come from the home prices for home affordability and inventory can help home prices. And we're seeing some reprieve on the rates and we're going to hope to continue to see those. In fact, uh, it might be a sign that we could see even more listings in the spring. Uh, because if there are people applying for mortgages, if we're seeing this, this now I know this increase is coming off a significant bottom, but if we're seeing the purchase application data that we've seen the last few weeks, um, now that we've fallen from 8% towards you know the 7.3 mark, um, you, you see a positive increase in purchase application. In fact, three weeks straight. Last week, it was up 4% year over year. Um, the year to date count uh, 21 positive prints versus 23 negative prints in one flat week. Now, I get it. If you look at this chart here um, from... Uh, mortgage banker association this is this is off of a significant bottom so it's like okay maybe we've just hit bottom here and we're we're going to start to come back i mean this is this is so much deeper than even the initial reaction of uh you know february march uh april 2020 I mean, you can see here on the chart but but three straight weeks after coming off of eight percent you are seeing um, even in the seven threes on the interest rate, which was last year's high, you are seeing a bounce up from the bottom. Okay. So that tells me there is pent up demand. And if that rate can get closer to 7% for the spring market, you may see more inventory than maybe even we think come on the market. And, and here's why every um, buyers or not every buyer, but a lot of buyers are sellers, right? And that's why you haven't seen inventory come on because, well, I don't want to buy in with these rates, right? And so there's um, that double impact of having, um, you know, the buyer and the seller. So uh, the rule of thumb here, according to Logan Motoshami of uh, 
of housing wire is that the that there's a material difference if we get 12 to 14 weeks of a positive trend okay so um 12 to 14 weeks of a positive trend in concession last year we had three months of a positive data run as rates fell from 7.37 to 599 so remember that last year 737 october of 2022 and then into this spring market of this year we saw rates go down as low as 5.99. What would that do to open up pent up demand in your market? If coming into next spring, we got into 5.99. There's not many projections that suggest that that will happen. I'm in the higher for longer camp in just what I see and believe is going to happen. Uh, but what if it gets down to six and a half percent? Is there going to be more pent up demand, more listing opportunity this spring coming up 24 than there was last spring with the initial shock? What do you think? Let me know in the comments what you think for your market. So three positive uh, weeks of purchase application. It's small, but it is an important step in the right direction when seasonally you don't have as much interest you know, until we get to on the other side of January one, that's when you start to see um, that seasonal interest. Okay, uh, really start to pick up. Now, what is picking up in comparison to last year is new listings, which is interesting. This is another important data point. Uh, so th this week's new listing data versus the past two years. This week we're at forty eight thousand five hundred eighty seven on new listings. It's one one of the things that's helping us stay two weeks now net. Um, active listings up versus last year, where last year's new listings was only 45,000. So we're, we're not hitting the mark of 2021 uh, quite yet, but we are up uh, a healthy margin over last year. And you can see this now two consecutive weeks, really three, four consecutive weeks, lifting up over last year's new listing data. So there's more listings coming onto the market at an albeit higher interest rate environment, I would say an even probably more uncertain economy than last year, even though last year we were ripping the bandaid off, it all felt very fresh. Um, we're, you know, we're now, you know, last year we didn't think regional banks could fail. We've seen that happen this year. So I would say this economy is more uncertain than last year's at this time. Uh, but we are we are now having more listings, new listings coming out week over week. Now, this is the big drop here, okay? So next week's going to be real interesting on uh, Monday's hot sheet. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel, by the way. We do this show every single day, um, Monday through Friday, that the markets are open. It's the only live daily housing show on the internet. And next week's show is going to be important. So make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell. Uh, as every single year, you can see this here in 2021, and you can see this here in 2022, for example, after the Thanksgiving holiday, you see a plummet, an absolute dropper on new listings. In 2021, it was from 52,000 all the way down to 32,000. Last year, it was 45,000 new listings in the week, all the way down to 28,000 new listings. So in your market... You could say that if there's 200 new listings every single week, there's going to be like 110 new listings this week. Okay. I don't know what it is in your MLS. If there's a thousand new listings every single week in your MLS, that'd be a pretty, that'd be a pretty big number. Uh, maybe that, maybe that's where you're at. Then there's going to be 550 
new listings this week. So there's going to be about half of the listing opportunity based off of the last two years history available in your market on this week. Should you be going after that half if you're an agent? Absolutely. Uh, should you be putting yourself in position to have your name on those listing contracts? Of course you should be. Uh, but that's what the data shows us that there is significantly less opportunity on this week's Thanksgiving data that we'll see um, next week. So we'll keep our eye on that. If that if that is better than the trend of the last two weeks, that gives us another signal that, okay, we may be coming into a winter where we could accumulate more inventory than we think. If that bucks the trend of the last few years and that drop, this drop on new listing data is not as steep, it's not as significant as it has been the last couple of years, that just be another early inning indicator that we might be accumulating uh, some inventory to the positive should be good for everybody, certainly affordability. Uh, another thing that can help affordability would be price cut percentages. Okay, this week over the last few years, this week was 39% uh, percent of single family listings with a price drop, where last year was 43%, and 2021 was only 27%. So we're getting closer uh, to that number from last year. We are seemingly edging up uh, here week over week. So that's your housing inventory update. One way that buyers are specifically Gen Z and millennial buyers are making sense of the market. And this is important for agents to know. This is important for agents, investors to understand. Maybe an investor house flipper presenting a property, maybe an agent trying to carve out deals in a low deal market. Uh, one thing going through the mind of Gen Z and millennials is house hacking. Okay. If, if we take a look at the BAM article, you can go to nowbam.com to read the article. Uh, by the way, if you're seeing this on your screen, don't forget about the Black Friday sale here at the top. You could use Black Friday to get 20% off. But also right here on the right, we have a button on the website. Uh, you can just click this button here, this, this block, and get your lawsuit watch if you're a real estate agent. Uh, up to date, updated every single day. Um, you can check that out on the website now, bam.com. All right. Um, so a recent survey done by Zillow says over half of millennials, 55%, and Gen Zers, 51%, home buyers find it very important that the home they purchase has potential for rental income, either partial while living in it or full. So be thinking, they're thinking ADU, uh, they're thinking maybe two to four units. If you're not up to date on the new FHA opportunity for two to four units, uh, you really need to get educated on that as an investor, as an agent, um, or maybe they're thinking house hacking. House hacking has become a big topic of discussion right now. I was over the weekend, over the holiday weekend, sitting in my local cigar lounge. I like to do that from time to time. I like to enjoy a premium rolled uh, 100% tobacco, no no uh, um, chemicals or anything. Cigar. I like to sit back, relax, and have a cigar. And there was a gentleman sitting uh, across from me, and he's talking to his friend. He's talking about how his son wants to buy a house. The friend is like, what is he, crazy? He lives at your house for free, doesn't pay, a, doesn't pay any anything in rent. 
Um, he's saving all his money right now. The kid's working two jobs, so he's working his butt off. Um, he, do, he doesn't do laundry. He, he doesn't shop for food. He's got everything made for him. And, and so that's, yeah, no, I mean, I think buying a house right now, and this is the, this is the consumer mindset right now. He goes, I, I think buying a house right now is crazy. It's abs- it's just absolutely nuts. It's, it's, it's insane that these are the, his words. Like I would rather see my kid sit here uh, at my house and, and keep saving his money. He goes, but you know, my son just want, he wants to take that next step as uh, human beings living life want to do. They want to be out on their own as adults with responsibility and all of that. Um, and he goes, so, you know, what he's looking to do is buy a house and rent out two rooms to his buddies. He goes, you know, cause if he rents right now, he's looking at $3,000 in rent. Um, he's looking at maybe getting something small, you know, three bedroom paying maybe a little bit more than that in the mortgage. Uh, you know, this was his words, maybe 3,500. And I understand that there's a gap, but there's a wider gap between, you know, what you can rent and what you can buy right now than that. But, you know, I think he was saying, okay, luxury rent 3000, um, maybe, you know, just getting a 1200 square foot home for, you know, it might be 3,500 in, in this market or whatever on the mortgage. He goes, but then renting out two rooms to friends for a thousand bucks a month each be less than what they can go out and get a rent. And, uh, you know, he's essentially paying the difference of $1,500 a month. And the friend's like, well, why would he want to do that? He can just live with you for free. And his point is he wants to start the journey. He wants to get in the game. And this is how millennials and Gen Z are thinking about the game. How can they get in? But house hacking, which used to be, you know, before COVID, uh, obviously, this was a big, big way for people to start the investment journey to get into real estate. Okay, you should be involved. And this is the big thing that real estate professionals should be educating people on, you should be involved in real estate some way or another. Um, the forced savings element to it, all of the benefits that are in real estate, every single person should be involved in real estate through some type of ownership and house hacking before COVID was a very popular way to do that. Obviously, during COVID, nobody really talked about house hacking and talked about staying away from people, but now it is back. The share of successful buyers who place a higher importance on the opportunity to rent out a portion of the home for rental income while living in the home. Millennials, um, age 29 to 43, 55% of them, Gen Z, 18 to 28, 51% put an, uh, an importance on this. Gen X, even 44 to 58, 36% of them. So one out of three Gen Xers are even thinking along these lines, the boomers in the silent generation are thinking, do I have enough room to store my valuable wine? I've got a lot of great wine that I'm going to be drinking uh, over the years. And do I have room to store that? The share of prospective buyers who place a higher percent, uh, higher per- per importance rather on the opportunity to rent out the entire home in the future to produce rental income, 64%. This is entire home in the future. So these are people thinking, Hey, I'm going to buy a home. And in the future, this is going to become a rental asset for me. Millennials are thinking about that. Uh, thinking about, so millennials here, 29 to 43, 64% of them are thinking about 64% of millennial buyers are thinking about owning multiple homes. If you're a real estate agent thinking about how can you educate people in your community? Maybe it's a, hey, twice a year, we're going to hold a seminar. We're going to hold an event about multiple home ownership. Okay. Oftentimes agents will get somebody in a home. They think they're never going to want another purchase again. How about educating people on how to be a multiple home owner? Okay. That's becoming more common. 
um, because people that can afford a home can sometimes afford two. Okay. Um, it's also becoming more important to buyers who are looking for a safe investment opportunity. 64% of millennials are thinking this way. 56% of Gen Z, 51% of Gen X. Okay. So large percentages of folks from 18 to 58, over 50% in every category are thinking this way, placing a higher importance on having multiple homes, the opportunity to rent out the entire home in the future to produce rental income. That means they're buying another home to live in and renting this home. Okay. So there's a little bit more data uh, pulled from this. You can go to nowbam.com to read the rest of that. Um, house hacking opportunity is a bigger opportunity right now too, for those that want to house hack FHA. I believe it was on November 18th. It was November 18th or November 21st. What was the 21st? Uh, November 18th or November 21st. Could have been the 21st, which is a Tuesday. Yeah. The 18th was a Saturday. I think it was the 21st of November. It was just in the last week. FHA changed um, their guidelines on two to four units. You can now use an FHA loan three and a half percent down on a two to four unit property. You got to live in it for one year. Okay. I mean, listen, if I'm an agent and I don't own a home right now, maybe even if I do own a home, I might be, I should be thinking, I should be thinking about this. Go out and buy a four unit building with an FHA loan. Now there, there are, um, caps to what you can spend on that FHA loan. Of course, you'd have to know those caps for your market. Um, but you go out there and spend the three and a half percent down on a four unit. You, you sacrifice the next year. It's 2024. It's not, not going to be a walk in the park anyway. So what, why not a little bit more pain? You sacrifice that one year living in the four unit building, and then you can rent out the whole thing. Okay. But three and a half percent down on a rental is really unheard of. You, and you just haven't seen that. You're going to see two to four units explode. So, so if I'm an agent, I'm getting that information out to sellers, uh, property owners, potential sellers on these units that are burnt out, don't want to manage anymore. Hey, you can get a higher price right now because you're going to have a bigger buyer pool than ever before, right? Four unit building historically, you need 20, 25% down. Now you can do it with three and a half percent bigger buyer pool. But also for the buyers who are thinking about, hey, what are the opportunities for me in this market? Let's go shopping for two to four. You've been looking at singles, very competitive market. Let's go shopping for two to four. You're only going to live there for one year. Now you have an asset at three and a half percent down. Uh, so be thinking about that. Here's another way uh, that a mortgage company is trying to unlock affordability. There's a startup out there, uh, which is opening uh, an opportunity to attain a three percent mortgage rate. Let me know in the comments if you'd be a fan of this. Rome, R-O-A-M, exclusively showcases home currently for sale with loans, eligible to be assumable. Okay, this is a hard deal to, to get. I've covered this before. Uh, somewhere, this, this Rome opportunity, I don't think it's actually going to, I think it's more of a marketing ploy than anything. I, I don't think that there's going to be much significance. Uh, but the cost savings, obviously, of getting an assumable mortgage can be huge across the United States. The net effective mortgage rate among mortgage holders is just 3.6%. Um, that's obviously a remarkable contrast to the current average 30-year fixed rate, 732 for prospective monthly principal and interest payment on $400,000 mortgage rate. A 7.32 30-year fixed rate is 2748 At a 3.6, same principal would be just 8 
$1,819. Okay. So about a thousand dollar difference uh, between the two. Okay. So Rome, which has the financial backing of open doors, co-founders, uh, Keith Raboy and, and Eric Wu, not only find properties with assumable mortgages, but it is effectively your quarterback through that process, coordinating you through the closing. They need to quarterback that process because it's very difficult, long, and banks don't want to do it. Okay. So, um, Right now, their website showcases homes currently for sale with assumable loans in Texas, Florida, Georgia, Arizona, and Colorado. So that's Rome's listing website. I'd encourage you to go check that out if you're an agent in Texas, Florida, Georgia, Arizona, and Colorado. Uh, my point is, just like when Open Door came into your market, you should know every opportunity that are being presented to buyers in your market. And in those five states, this is an opportunity being presented to buyer. You should know about it. You should be educated on it. You should be able to um, articulate that. Okay. Um, there's more information you can walk through. Uh, there's a lot of challenges when it comes to assumable mortgage. You should be educated on that. Um, not many assumptions occur at all. According to the Wall Street Journal, the FHA just processed only 3349 assumptions this year through September. So that's a number. Okay. Uh, that site would be. Um, Rome, uh, with Rome.com. This is the site you'd be looking for. W I T H R O A M.com. Your new home made affordable. This is in those five States. This is what your consumers might be stumbling across. And so if you're not there to educate them with your new home made affordable, assuming a 2% mortgage, <laughs> like there was 3,300 assumable mortgages th this year through September, according to wall street journal, not a lot in 4 million plus home sales. And how many of those were 2%? How many even 2% loans are out there? And where the seller's like, hey, assume it, take this thing off my freaking plate. This is this is why people hated Open Door when they came out because they make wild claims. Remember Open Door got sued for wild, ridiculous claims? Uh, Rome's doing the same thing here. Assuming a 2% mortgage could cut your monthly payments in half. Well, of course it could. You're leading me to believe that that's a, po a real possibility in my life when the chances are slim to none, Rome. This isn't a real chance uh, of actually happening for really anybody, okay? According to the Wall Street Journal, the FHA processed just 3,349 assumptions through September of this year. The second challenge being that lenders aren't economically incentivized on these loans given their lower processing fees. Banks want to make money. They don't want to let you get a great deal and then keep collecting the same amount of money. And they're doing a whole bunch of work in the in the in the interim to put your name on uh, the old loan and get that name removed. They don't want to do that. Okay. Um, according to rocket mortgage, sellers often face additional risks involved with assumable mortgages, especially when letting buyers assume VA home loans, VA is supposed to be the easiest one to assume. That's a big pitch in VA loans. Banks don't want to do it. It's why there's only been 3,349. Now, if you don't know that number as a real estate advisor, as a real estate professional, your consumer might go to withrome.com, might find this, your new home made affordable, assuming 2% mortgage could cut your monthly payments in half and be like, Hey, what the heck? Why aren't you telling me about this? Well, here's the, here's the facts. Okay. Only 3,300 happen, uh, so far this year because the banks don't make any money on it. They don't want to do it. It's a much longer process. It's really hard to do. So you gotta, you gotta, 
have parties that want to stay in the deal. And oh, by the way, uh, how, how many people are giving up a 2% mortgage? We're ready just like, hey, let me let this thing freaking, let me let this thing go. I mean, look at the, look at what they're doing though to capture the eyeballs of your consumer, this Rome.com. Um, they're showing people 2%. They're, they're leading people to believe the same thing open door, leading people to believe that there are these magical moment opportunities out there when we know those are far and few between, but this is their front page of their website, leading people to believe that, Hey, shit, I can get a 2% mortgage, not, not a seven and a half percent. Uh, absolutely bonkers. All right. Uh, what we're looking for is to stay under the 4.4 mark on the 10 year treasury. We're not there today. We're at 4.437. Uh, we do like where we were at on the 30-year fixed uh, ending last week. We're hoping for more positive momentum here. We ended the week at 7.32, as I referenced uh, throughout the show here today. The th uh, Freddie Mac 30-year fixed weekly was at 7.29. These are the best numbers in weeks. We'll look for more improvement on that this week. Big week here on the hot sheet. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you're in on BAMX. These are the lowest. Today is literally the lowest price you'll ever see ever, ever again. Use code Black Friday to get 20% off. Prices go up December 1st. They double. If you're not in before December 1st, you don't get grandfathered in at your current rate for life. So get into BAMX today. I uh, look forward to seeing you in the community there. Look forward to seeing you back here on the hot sheet tomorrow. Until then, toodaloo.